You're not alone. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and uh, we're going to have a, a short episode today. Um, wanted to kind of do a dive into what's been competitive on the little bit of data that we had. But before I get into that, it's time for... List Building with Joe! So in the last episode, um, we did quite a bit of list building, uh, and but I wanted to keep this segment going. So what I had uh, Siri do for this episode is I had her just give me a random number between 1 and 7. And just wanted to build a list with whatever faction I came up with. So uh, in this case, I got um, CIS, and I wanted to kind of revisit a list that was actually really good um, sometime back, and I wanted to do a different twist on it. And uh, that's the double infiltrator list. And I think this might have a little bit of um, legs, if you will. And Instead of doing the double infiltrator, I actually wanted to try, and I'm sure other people have tried this, but what if both ships could fire twice? So this time you're running two ships, both at initiative five, and both can fire twice. So for the first one, you're running Darth Maul with hate, proton torpedoes, perceptive co-pilot, dark one probe droids, hull upgrade, and the scimitar title. And you're doing the scimitar title mainly for that white jam. Um, and that's going to be especially helpful when you get in close with Maul later in the game. And then flying alongside Maul is Zaman the Fire Spray with just a real simple loadout, Count Dooku, and False Transponder Codes. And uh, that way you kind of, you get all of those same good abilities. You've got Force on both ships. Um, no matter which one you shoot at, it's probably going to shoot back or get some type of mod. So it, it really kind of leaves your opponent in a bad spot. So, as I said, I, I think this, this list potentially has some legs. And if you really want to try a two-ship list, uh, give this one a shot. And the other thing is, points-wise, they're both bounced right around the same. So Darth Maul comes in at 99 and Sam Zam comes in at 101. With all that said, let's go ahead and move on to the next segment. AMG Rules Forum. We start off this week with a question about Vader and the Advanced X1 and the Advanced timing, Targeting Computer Timing. OP. I was just looking up some clarification for the timing window of Darth Vader's ability in his TIE X1 after a situation came up today that was different from what I was under the impression of how it occurs. Darth Vader's TIE Advanced Ability reads, Advanced Targeting Computer. This is actually not Darth Vader's ability, this is the ship's ability, Advanced Targeting Computer. While you perform a primary attack against the defender you have locked, roll one additional attack die and change one hit result to a crit result. Once you roll your first results with the additional die because of the lock, do you get to change one hit to a crit then spend the target lock to re-roll the remaining results, or do you only choose to use the target lock or use the ability after rolling? 
I had a four dice roll with a hit that I would change to a crit and other results I wanted to re-roll by spinning the targeting lock. Or is it one or the other? Thank you. Answer. Yes. Changing a die and rolling dice are both forms of dice modification. When a player modifying their dice when a player is modifying their dice, they modify them in the order of their choosing. Bear in mind that bar certain abilities, you cannot re-roll a die that has already been re-rolled. In your example, after rolling dice, you could change a single hit result to a critical result per advanced targeting computer, then spend the lock to re-roll the remaining three blank results. Next one, color base from first edition. OP. Are the color plastic bases that FFG released during 1.0 edition legal in a 2.0 tournament? Answer. Yes. Next question. Focus or target lock versus fanatical? OP. Running a tie FO with fanatical. Do I use fanatical after I use focus or target lock to change the attack dice results or must I use it before? Answer. No, changing a die or re-rolling die are both forms of dice modification. When a player is modifying their dice, they modify them in the order of their choosing. Bear in mind that bar certain abilities, you cannot re-roll a dice that has already been re-rolled. Next question. Fearsome Predator Condition. OP. If I play fearsome, three Fearsome Predators, could it apply its condition to three different ships, or do all the conditions have to be put on the same enemy ship? Thanks. Answer. No. While Fearsome Predator, Droid Tri-Fighter, is limited to three in a squad, as indicated by the number of bullets in front of the card name, you may include you may only include one copy of Fearful Prey condition in your squad, as indicated by the single bullet in front of the card name. Next question. Weapon Systems Officer and Tracer Missiles slash Multi-Missile Pod. OP. Weapon System Officer requires using a special weapon that has a lock requirement. Does having a focus, calculate, or lock, or calculate or lock requirement, like thread tracers or multi-missile pods, have count as having a lock requirement, and therefore Weapon Systems Officer can be used to acquire a lock on the defender? Or are they two distinct kinds of requirements, meaning Weapon System Officer doesn't trigger? Answer. Yes, Weapon System Officer Gunner reads, after you perform a special attack with a lock requirement, you may acquire a lock on the defender. Both XX23S tracer, thread tracer with missile and the multi-missile pods have lock requirement in addition to other requirements on their card and would trigger Weapon Systems Officer. Next question, Genesis Red and Jam. OP. If Genesis Red has a single jam token and performs a lock action, he can acquire a lock on an enemy ship, which is then immediately removed along with the jam token. How is Genesis Red's ability then resolved? Answer. Since a lock still has to happen in order for it to be canceled by the jam token, this comes down to player order, since a player can resolve the effects in the order of their choosing. Assuming the Genesis Red in the M3A Interceptor player is first player, Genesis Red acquires a lock as the active player, triggering his ability and the jam. After acquiring the lock, Genesis Red discards all focus and evade tokens, then gains the same number of tokens as the lock shipped. 
then you would resolve the jam token. If Genesis Red were not the first player, both the jam and the lock would enter the ability queue. The jam token would resolve first, breaking the lock. As the lock needed to have happened in order for it to enter the queue, Genesis Red would have to remove all focus and evade tokens and gain nothing since it is no longer a locked ship. Oh, that's actually kind of interesting. Thank you very much, AMG. Uh, we'll move on to our next topic. And as I said, I wanted to look at uh, the data on List Fortress to kind of see what was out there and see what has been competitive in the past and how that might affect uh, LPO and if we could expect to see uh, similar type lists. So um, as, we, as I'm going through and reading these, I'm going to try to specifically focus on the ones that are uh, black box approved. Now, I may not, um, because I'm not running all these lists through the black box editor, I might say one that's not. Uh, but uh, if, if I do, um, please forgive me. Uh, yeah, so with that said, we'll just go on. And for this first one, this was a 33-person uh, tournament um, that was the extended format. And coming in number one in the cut, ranked two overall, was a resistance list with a Red Squadron Expert, with and there was three of these, with Heroic, R4, Automated Targeting Priority, Hole Upgrade, and Jamming Beam, along with the Foils, one of them with the Black One title, and then Rose Tico with Heroic, Automated Targeting Priority, C-3PO, and Delayed Fuses. You can see what the throwaway card is on there, but uh, obviously this player was able to come out with a win. And it's a good solid four block resistance list, so I'm not really surprised by that. All right, next coming in number two in cut and number four overall was uh, Django Fett with Tractor Beam, Palpatine Insidious, Thermal Detonators, Boba Fett, False Transponder Codes, Proton Rockets, Hole Upgrade, Lone Wolf, and Slave One. And then flying next to him was Sunflack with Ensnare and Predator. I mean, I'd, it's a two-ship list. You're really... I mean, Sunflack's good. But two-ship lists? Kind of... Yeah, but... Two I-6s can potentially delete something before it gets a chance to fire back. Yeah, that's... I can see how that'd be good. All right, um, the next list is an Empire list. I'm not going to read it because it's it's not black box legal and you couldn't really make it black, black, black box legal. Jeez, I can speak. All right. Next, we've got... And this all looks to be, yeah. So uh, next, coming in the top four, uh, three overall, we've got a scum list, which is Captain Seavor with Trick Shot and Precision Ion Engines, a Hav with Trick Shot and Precision Ion Engines, two Mining Guild Surveyors with Mag Marg Sabal Closure and Precision Ion Engines, and then Han Solo with Trick Shot, 
tracer missiles, Lando Calrissian, perceptive co-pilot, Rito, overtuned modulators, munitions failsafe, and the Millennium Falcon title. Actually, really kind of like that list. Um, you you've got uh, a pilot and a mini swarm, and the mini swarm packs a punch depending on what you're flying against. So yeah, good solid list. I can see why it did well. All right, uh, not reading the next list because you can't easily convert it. Uh, not reading the next list because you can't convert it. Um, okay, and I will just do the top 10. Uh, so the next list is a Rebel list coming in seventh overall, which is um, one, two, three, four Red Squadron veterans, all with crack shot. Ion Torpedoes, R4 Astromech, Munitions Failsafe, and the S-Foils. Pretty simple, uh, potentially hard-hitting list with a little bit of control. Um, yeah. Easy day. Next list, coming in 8th overall. Uh, you have a Scum list with... Um, uh, Sunny Bounder. With delayed fuses and auto blasters, there's that couple of throwaway cards. Um, Layton Nashira with marksmanship, delayed fuses and auto blasters. A Tassari Point veteran with marksmanship, delayed fuses, auto blasters, and three cartel spacers with auto blasters and delayed fuses. I think there's, I mean, that's six delayed fuses. You mean to tell me that for six points you couldn't find something else to do? I'm I'm not buying it. All right. Okay. Uh, coming in ninth overall, this is a list that is uh, black box legal, and it's Suntrafell with elusive targeting computer and shield upgrade. Darth Vader with brilliant evasion, fire control system, cluster missiles, and afterburners, and an Inquisitor with foresight, passive sensors, and proton rockets. All right, so that was a 33-person tournament. Um, next, we're going to go into, um, this is the most recent one. This happened in France. It was a 25-person tournament. And uh, you have Warthog. The, so this is the list that came in number one. Warthog with Clone Commander Cody and Synchronized Console. And 104th Battalion Pilot with Wolfpack and Synchronized Console. And then 1, 2... Three Gold Squadron Troopers with Concussion Missiles and Synchronized Console. Um, pretty straightforward. Warthog's a good list. Um, or a good ship. And yeah, that's all All easily makes sense. All right, number two, not going to read. It's a first order list, but you can't convert. Number three is a scum list that you can't convert. Uh, number four. Uh, first order list, Breach with Plasma Torpedoes and Bomblet gener Generator, Grudge with Plasma Torpedoes and Bomblet Generator, a First Order Cadet with Plasma Torpedoes and a Bomblet Generator, and Kylo Ren with Malice and Enhanced Janning Suite. So, okay. I mean, this is this is a list, I think, the one that we made last week was, uh, would eat this one for lunch, but, uh, yeah. Has, has some potential there. 
All right. Um, next list, your uh, a Republic list. Obi Wan Kenobi with Delta Seven B and R two Astromech. Plo Koon with Delta Seven B and R two Astromech, and Rick Olay with R two Astromech. Pretty straightforward. All right. Next one, not black box legal. Next one. Um, okay, this one is black box legal. So let's go ahead and read this one. You've got um, Kylo Ren. With Malice, Marksmanship, Pattern Analyzer, Enhanced Jamming Suite, Quick Draw with Pattern Analyzer, Special Forces Gunner, Fire Control System and Shield Upgrade, and Breach with Pattern Analyzer, Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Concussion Missiles, Weapon System Officer, and Bomblet Generator. Okay, I, I like that list. That's, that's pretty neat. All right, next in the list... Um, was Nash Windrider with it's an Empire list with disciplined and sensitive controls, Turfener with discipline and sensitive controls, and then one, one two oh I lied this is not black box legal it has Lieutenant Kessel in it, so uh, we'll go ahead and skip over that next one not black box legal, next one also not black box legal. Um, and then we'll move on to the next tournament. This one um, was a 21-player count. This one happened in New Jersey. The first place list was Luke Skywalker with Advanced Proton Torpedoes, R5 Astromech, and the S-Foils. Han Solo with uh, Lone Wolf, Concussion Missiles, Ezra, Cannon, R2-D2, Shield Upgrade, Hole upgrade and the Millennium Falcon title, so a a two ship list. Um, it and I think these are becoming these two ship lists are becoming more viable because of the overall ship count. But um, that you you've still you've got to be on point with that, and you've got that little bit of regen uh, on both ships, and I I can see how this one would do good. All right, next we've got. Our, our number two list, this one's actually, I'm kind of excited to read because it's, it's different than what, you, what you'd normally see, um, but it's a CIS list, and it's three fearsome predators, one DIS-347, a separatist interceptor, and a separatist drone with grappling struts. Now, I just wanted to build that one out real quick um, because I believe these are all, all tri-fighters. Now, the Fearsome Predator um, is a condition which is, after placing forces, assign the Fearful Prey condition to one enemy ship. And that Fearful Prey condition is, after you defend against an enemy Fearsome Predator, if you did not spend at least one green token during the attack, gain one strain token. So you've got three of those. You've got DIS-347, which reads, At the start of the engagement phase, you may acquire a lock on an object at range 1 to 3, that has a friendly lock. And then you've got some generics in there, and most of them all sitting at I3. And then you've got the um, Separatist drone also at I3 with grappling struts. So you've got six ships all at I3, and most of them with three die attacks. I think there's, there's a lot to love there. 
All right, uh, next list we've got, it's another Rebel list. It's Han Solo with Shield Upgrade, Trick Shot, R2-D2, and Lando Calrissian. Wedge Antilles with the S-Foils, Proton Torpedoes, Marksmanship, and R4. And a naked Jake Farrell. Oh, again, nothing. I don't, I don't see anything that really jumps out of that list. You got two I-6s supported by an I-4. I mean, solid list. All right, coming in next, we got uh, Resistance List, which is Joff's Sea Striker with Juke, R2-D2, Pattern Analyzer, Shield Upgrade, and Integrated S-Foils and Jamming Beams. Finn with Heroic and Pattern Analyzer. A Red Squadron Expert with Predator, M9G8, Integrated S-Foils and Jamming Beam. And Kazudo with R5 Astromech. Uh, different, but I can, I can see... Um, I can see that list doing well. All right, the next lift we're going to skip over because it is not uh, black box legal. Um, next list um, is another resistance list. So it's Temin Wexley with the integrated S-foils and then three Black Squadron Aces, all with R3 Astromechs and the integrated S-foils. So kind of neat, you're getting that multiple locks out there, and then Temin with the flappy wings being able to give that uh, soft mod out there in all of them at I-4. All right. Um, next list is uh, another Republic list. It is a 104th Squadron Battalion with R4P Astromech and Shield Upgrade. And there's two of those. And then there's Warthog with 7th Fleet Gunner and Shield Upgrade. And then there's Click with R3 Astromech Marksmanship and the Alpha 3B Belsh Besh configuration with Ion Bombs. All right, then coming in at uh, number eight overall, we've got Luke Skywalker with Ion Torpedoes and the S-Foils, Ahsoka Tano with Patience, Instinctive Aim, and Ion Missiles, Wedge, and this is A-Wing Wedge with Outmaneuver, and then Jake Farrell with Deadeye Shot, Marksmanship, and Proton Rockets. And then the next two lists I'm not going to read out because they are uh, not black box legal. Um, now, so a couple things to to think about that um, in reading all of those lists from the data that we have is how much did playing against non-black box legal ships affect the overall meta, and is that going to play into uh, LVO? Are we going to see similar type lists do well because it's good overall, uh, or is that uh, previous meta, so to speak, um, going to mean we go into LVO with a completely unexpected meta. Let me know your thoughts. And uh, now that we're at the end of the episode, a couple things that I want to do real quick. The first thing that we need to do is we need to give away our ship for the month. And as you recall, it is the lat. So... Congratulations to Garnet Chan. You are the winner of the Lat Gunship. I will go ahead and get that shipped out probably upon my return from LVO. And then uh, last month's winner, uh, 
Jade won the uh, Ada 2, and I'll be getting that one out as well. Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It really means a lot to me. I also want to give a quick shout out to the listeners that have reached out to me. Uh, It really means a lot, and I'm enjoying having those conversations with you. Uh, If you would like to support this podcast financially, please consider becoming a patron. Um, You get cool tokens and entered into the monthly ship giveaway. As you know, I like to end every podcast with a question, and this week's question is, do you think the winner of LVO is going to be new meta or old meta? This is Sailor Joe, signing off.